Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we are honored to sit down with the remarkable Steve Loyal. So welcome to the show Steve. Hey, thanks Avik, it's great to be here. Lovely, lovely. So Steve like before we start our conversation today, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that Steve is an award-winning speaker, best-selling author and the master trainer for high impact speakers. So with over 50 years on stage and a track record that speaks for itself Steve has delivered over 3500 keynote speeches 500 5000 seminars and trained over 500000 speakers globally can you imagine yes so he is not just a speaker he is a force in the industry helping speakers drive the revenue and build wealth through speaking that's really really awesome so as 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 past president of the global speakers federation and the canadian association of professional speakers steve is a speaking legend so beginning his journey on the stage at 6 he's crafted a unique approach to helping speakers release the magic within and create transformational messages so he is not uh more than a guest he is easy to interview fun to engage and adapts effortlessly to any format yes so his generosity extends beyond the podcast sharing each episodes with his vast social audiences and uh recommending podcast to the colleagues worldwide so today we uncover uh steve's wealth of wisdom exploring how he transforms speakers into rock stars on both the live and the virtual platforms so get ready for an engaging conversation as we unveil the magic that steve brings to the world of speaking and coaching so welcome to the show again speech <laughs> thank you that may be the very best introduction i've had in my whole life that was that was just great <laughs> now you've set the bar the expectation has been set so let's see if i can even come close <laughs> so so steve like um service mindset which is uh, a a great uh, uh two word i definitely say so <clears throat> what does cultivating a service mindset mean to you in the context of uh professional speaking and also like how it has shaped your own journey uh, you know i i love this topic 10, because whoops hold on i'm getting uh, some things on my phone i love this topic because 
You know, speaking is one of those things that most people fear, as I'm sure you know. Most people around the world was one common element that so many people in the world share uh, is a general fear of speaking in public. And so I have been fortunate. I've never actually had that fear. Uh, I started, you know, being on the stage as a young performer at the age of six years old. And so the the what most people would experience fear, I experience it as excitement and uh, and you know and that type of this that the energy manifests in me. So I'm very fortunate that way. But I understand that, that not everybody is like that. And so when I meet people who are either stepping onto the platform for the first time or maybe on a screen for the first time or early in their career, they feel anxious. They feel anxiety. They feel fear. And it's a real fear. And and I've met, I've met so many people Avic, who have a story to tell. They've got a message to share. They've got you know secrets to share with this world. And they can change lives with their message. But so many of these stories never get told because so many people that fear hold them back from getting in front of an audience. And so what I try and help people to do is to make a small shift in their mindset when they speak or present. Usually people get in front of an audience and their mindset is very self-protective, self-service, you know, and they get self-conscious. How do I look? How do I sound? What if they don't like me? What if I get it wrong? What if I forget my lines? What if I mess it up? You know, are they going to judge me? Like all of these fears kind of come to play. And so what happens is our natural state of mind when speaking in public is to protect ourselves. So we do that in a mul- in multiple ways. Um, sometimes we put on a persona. We present this persona that, that we think the world wants to see instead of who we really are, because we don't want to show the world who we really are, because then the world will see our flaws. So what I encourage people to do and what I help people to do when we speak is to shift that mindset just before we get on the, the screen or the stage and we shift into what I call a mindset of service. And the mindset of service is I'm no longer here to protect myself. I'm not here to impress you. I'm not here to you know make myself look good or to self-grandize myself. I'm here to serve you. And, and so what that does is if I can get into that mindset of service, all all of the self-conscious stuff goes away. And it's okay if I'm imperfect. It's okay if I forget what I'm going to say, if I stumble, if I stutter, if I say ums and ahs, because nobody really cares. And perfection is not something that people can relate to. And so, you know, the mindset of service is I want to I want to do whatever it takes to serve this audience. And it's, this includes today. I mean, you know, I get on this call with you and I, I want to be, you know, the best I can be. Um, and I don't want to mess it up, of course. And I want to do a good job, but I want to be in service to you. I want to service you as this podcast host. I want to service your audience and I want to be in that position of service to you. And I do that with every single audience, whether it's virtual or live. And this is what I try and encourage people to do. That that's that's the real thing. Yes, definitely, it, and it happens on, on over the stage or maybe on the virtual platforms that we tend to fumble, we tend to forget something. Mm-hmm. So it's it's okay. It's okay. We can carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if you know if you were to go back and take a look at some of my videos, some of my webinars, some of the live things that I, you're going to see all kinds of mistakes. You're going to mm-hmm. see technical glitches. You're going to see me forget my lines. You're going to see me stumble. I mean, and I don't remove any of those things. I don't edit any of those things out. And the reason I don't is because I want the world to know that even though I've been doing this for the better part of five decades, you know, I. 
I, I'm still imperfect and it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay not to be, you know, this picture perfect, eloquent speaker because the audience can't really relate to a picture perfect speaker. And I want my audience to relate to me because if they can't relate to me, I can't be in service. Exactly. That's the very true thing. Thank, thank, thanks for sharing this. Yeah. So also like, how does adopting a service mindset or service oriented approach enhance uh, the impact and the effectiveness of the speaker's message? Sure. So there's a, a fundamental principle that I have, have lived by my whole life in the speaking business. And, and that is this. Speaking is not about a transference of information. Okay. Speaking is about a transference of emotion. Now, what that means is this. Information gets transferred. Of course, information gets transferred. But that's not the purpose. The purpose is to transfer emotion. And what that means is I want you and your audience to feel about my message the way I feel about my message. And so the only way for me to transfer that emotion, that belief in my message, you know, the conviction that I have in my message, the only way to do that is to be authentic with this audience and to be naturally me. I want you to feel what I feel so that you can feel what I feel. And now we have communication. And if I hide behind a self-protective mode, a self-service mindset, I can't release that to you because it's protected and I won't let it out. I won't let anybody see it. So a mindset of service allows me to remove that protection and, and let this out so that you can see it, your audience can see it. And so my hope would be that you feel as passionate about it as I do at some point. Point. And now we've communicated. True, exactly. So, um, also one more thing is uh, coming to my mind. Like as as we were discussing about stage fear or something uh, triggers. So, like speaking on stage or screen often triggers self uh, consciousness. So, how can a service mm -hmm. mindset help speakers overcome this challenge and? also at the same time, connect more authentically with their audience. Well, that's exactly what it does. That's what the service mindset does. Now, that doesn't mean that the fear goes away. The fear yeah. doesn't go away and the energy doesn't go away. There are some other techniques that you can use to try and control that fear. But the service mindset, it helps you accept whatever that fear is and it helps you get through it because now you have a purpose other than protecting yourself. You have a purpose that is greater than yourself, a more important purpose than yourself. And so it's not going to remove the fear, but it is going to help you fight through the fear. Then there are some techniques that people can use, you know, and there's, there's a number of them, which we could talk about if, if, if you like. But the service mindset is the piece that positions you as a servant in that, you know, on that stage or on that screen. And it gives you the permission to fight through the fear. The audience knows that there's fear. Everybody in the world who's ever tried to speak in public, they know what you're going through. And so, and they're empathetic about it. Now, the audience is going to expect a certain level of professionalism. They're going to expect a certain level of skill. They're going to expect a certain level of knowledge and expertise and, and passion and all of those things. They expect those things, but they know that there's fear. They know that there's discomfort. And so your audience is, is always going to be empathetic unless you let the fear control and defeat you in front of them. And that usually happens because you're not in a mindset of service. Understood. Got it. So uh, in the entrepreneurial context, 
Why is uh, cultivating a service mindset crucial for those who want to bring their message uh, to the world through speaking? So from an entrepreneurial perspective, mm -hmm. uh, um, many entrepreneurs are using speaking to grow their business. And that means getting on a stage or a screen like this and, and sharing their message and hopefully getting some business from it. People want to you know, join their program or hire them as a coach or hire them as a consultant or buy their book or, or whatever it is. And what happens is this. So many entrepreneurs that I've seen who get on a stage or a screen with the objective of speaking to drive business, they get in a sales mindset and not in a service mindset. So in a sales mindset, what happens is your purpose now becomes separating the audience from their money. So your, your mindset is, let me try and convince you to hire me or to buy from me. And the audience feels that mindset. They can tell when that's happening. But when you're speaking from a mindset of service, the audience can feel that too. And so from a mindset of service is where your mindset is not let me sell you, but let me help you, let me serve you. And there are different ways to serve. And there's all kinds of you know tactical uh, techniques in there. And there's lots of um, principles of psychology and persuasion and all those things that exist within that framework. But the mindset is still my job as this speaker is to help you. And I may or may not be able to help you during this engagement, but I want you to know that I can help you so that if, you know, if, if you think you, you need my help and if you feel like I understand you and if you feel like you, you feel comfortable with me and if you feel safe with me and if you feel confident that I might be able to help you, then we'll carry on a conversation afterwards and we'll see if I can help. And so the purpose of speaking from an entrepreneurial perspective, um, although the purpose is ultimately to generate business, the purpose in the talk is not. The purpose in the talk is to be of service, position yourself as an authority in service. But if we go with this self-mindset, self-service mindset, or a sales mindset, then the audience gets a different feeling of the message. Great. So uh, having trained over 500,000 speakers globally, what lessons have you learned about the correlation between a service mindset and the success in the speaking industry? Oh, it's clear. The, the, the correlation is absolutely clear. Now, you know, um, 500,000, that means, you know, that encompasses everybody who's been to my talks and my programs and my webinars and businesses and all those things, right? So it's a lot um, of people that, in, that I've engaged with at all different levels. But one of there's there's various consistencies that we see um, throughout all of those people, regardless of the level at which they're operating. So, you know, many of those people are fledgling speakers, they're aspiring speakers, many of them are seasoned professional speakers and everything in between. And so what we found, uh, which is consistent, is that if they can make that mindset shift into a mindset of service, their desired outcomes are more often realized because not all of these people want to use speaking to sell something. Some of them are explorers who have done amazing things in the world and they want they have a story to tell and they want to share these stories with the world. Some of them are survivors of major catastrophic events. And there are lessons that they want to share and they want to help people with their message. Others are experts who 
have, you know, they're retiring doctors or lawyers or healers of some kind, and they've spent an entire lifetime mastering a craft. And now it's time to start taking that, that you know, all that mastery that they've dedicated their lives to and presenting it to the world in a different way, presenting it to the world in a different package outside of the confines of their profession. And so, we get all of these people are in there. There are some people who want to get up and just make people laugh. Uh, they just want to tell stories and have fun. Uh, some people want to motivate and inspire and enthuse. So there's all these different outcomes that people have for speaking. But the one can, constant message through all of this that we see is that the ones who can adopt a mindset of service reach their outcomes faster and more significantly than those who don't. Exactly. That's true. So, okay. So, as the speaking uh, landscape evolves, how can the speakers maintain a service mindset in the virtual realm, ensuring a meaningful connection with their audience? Right. Okay. So, here's a major evolution that's been happening in the speaking business overall for the last um, maybe 12, 15 years. Okay. So, you've heard of the concept motivational speaker. Yeah. So motivational speaker are, you know, the Zig Ziglar's and the Tony Robbins and, you know, the, the motivational style speakers. And they these are the ones with the rah, rah, you can do it, you know, type messages. And those types of messages now are becoming less and less palatable to events. And what's happening now, and we've seen this shift happening over the last 15 years or so. And it, most events now are not looking for motivational speakers as much as they're looking for expert speakers. They want experts who are capable of speaking. It's experts who speak because the rah-rah motivational thing, what people have found is that usually it's very short-lived. Now, there is an opportunity for the motivational speaker. They still exist and you can still, still do it. Pardon me one second. But that type of speaking opportunity now is starting to diminish. So organizations, corporations, associations, they want experts. They want their audience to learn something. And so this is why I believe that the, the shift into a mindset of service is more important than it ever was, because your expectations as a speaker are different. You're no longer expected to go and excite and motivate. You're now expected to go and educate and provide value and give them actionable items, give them something that will actually change the nature of their condition. And so the mindset of service is most critical now because the people who are hiring us as speakers, Speakers, they want to be served by us. And therefore, we need to be in a mindset of service so that we can serve them according to their objectives. So that whole shift has become very, very critical. And, and the other thing is, you know, we, we kind of touched on this already, is that the audience is going to feel your energy. The audience is going to feel your objective. They know if you're there to help or if you're there to you know help yourself they know if you're there to serve or to sell they'll get they'll understand they understand it they feel it and so you can sell when you speak um but you can do it while still being in a state of service okay got it so you have uh, helped speakers drive the revenue from the stage so how does a service mindset contribute uh, to successful revenue generation through the speaking engagements 
Sure. And, and it's like um, any other sales approach, you know, um, when you're working with a sales person or anything, whether it's a car or software or a coach, whatever it is, it's yeah. the same concept. You can tell if that person's objective, if their primary objective is to close the sale or is their primary objective to serve. Now, everybody knows that a salesperson's job is to sell, and we don't expect a salesperson to not sell. So we all know that. So, you know, my wife and I, for example, we just bought a new car, and, and you know, we spent a lot of time with the, with the salesperson there. I know that that salesperson is there to make a sale. I know they want to close the deal. Of course they are. That's the nature of business. So I'm aware of that, but I don't want that to be their primary objective with me. I want that person to say, I want to make sure this is the right vehicle for you. I want to make sure it's going to serve you in the way you need to be served. I want to make sure that you are aware of any ways that this vehicle will not serve you. I also want to make sure that you feel you've gotten a good deal, that you feel like we've taken care of you, that you feel safe in purchasing from mm -hmm. us, that you feel confident that we will serve you. And the reason I want you to feel that way is because I know that in three years time, you're going to want to buy another car. And I want you to buy it from me. That's what I want to feel from a from a car salesperson. And the last vehicle we bought, that's exactly what we got. And so it's the same with speaking. When you're on the stage or you're on the screen, you want the audience to feel uh, like they're, you know, you want the audience to, to feel like, look, I think that you could help me. You understand my problems. You really understand what I need. I feel safe with you. I feel like you have the skills to help me. I think I need to talk to you. I would feel good about speaking to you about helping me solve this problem. And all of that can happen just by being on a stage or on a screen. But if the audience feels like this, if the audience feels like this person just wants me to join their program, then the sales will not happen. And so, so many speakers work too hard to prove to the audience how good they are, how much experience they have, how great their new program is, how many people they've they've helped, um, what you know, how how they're so much better than their competition. So if I'm the speaker and I'm and my job, if I feel like my job is to convince you about how great I am and to convince you why you need my program and to convince you that I'm the best choice, then this is in self-service. And you as an audience, you're gonna feel that. You're gonna know that. So there are ways to let you know how good I am. There are ways to let you know why you should take my program. There are ways to let you know why you should choose me and still do all of that from a mindset of service. Mm, exactly. So uh, for the emerging speakers and the entrepreneurs entering into the uh, speaking arena, what advice yeah. do you offer on cultivating a service mindset for the long-term success. Yeah, and this this is just an exercise that we do uh, every day. So here's here's what I do because I also you know slip. I I sometimes like I like being in the spotlight, right? I like walking into a big audience. I like the standing ovations and the applause. Like I like all of that. That feels good. And I think you, there's something wrong up here if you don't enjoy those things. <laughs> you know, I mean, we we like those things, but uh, and this mostly comes from actually from my wife. I'm going to give my wife Jane credit for this because uh, you know I didn't adopt this mind set of service thing until after I had met her, you know, almost 10 years ago. 
and I was doing okay in my business, but I wasn't doing great in my business. And I realized, and she helped me realize that I was having some mindset issues. And one of those was I wasn't getting myself enough into a mindset of service. And so my advice to people who are just starting out is to you know listen to this. And whenever you are speaking or whenever you're presenting on a, a webinar, a podcast, on a stage, whatever it is, you need to deliberately stop before you go on that screen or on that stage and you need to go, okay, how can I serve these people? How can I serve this audience? How can I serve? How can I serve? How can I serve? And that puts you, you know, in the mindset of service. And then you just get in the habit of doing that. And once you get in the habit of doing that, you're going to notice a couple of things. Number one is it's going to be so much easier on that stage or on that screen because you're not going to be constricted by your own rules. You're not going to be trying to protect yourself, from, you know, based on your own ego and and all and your self-image and all those things. So that's the first thing that'll happen. The second thing that'll happen is people are going to people are going to accept you more. People are going to start opening up to you. People are going to start accepting you, buying from you, hiring you, joining your program more than you thought because they feel that you're in that mindset of service that's a lovely lovely mindset yeah so um before we wrap up right in cultivating a service mindset uh how does the authenticity play a role in establishing a genuine connection with the audience you know i like this question about authenticity because i think it's a misunderstood concept so you know, we're always talking about, you know, you need to be authentic. And we hear this uh, all the time. And, and it's not untrue. We do need to be authentic. But a couple of things come into play that are not talked about very often. Number one is, is this. Sometimes you just don't feel good. Just don't feel like it right? Like, so for example, uh, several years ago, I had a motorcycle accident, not a big deal, but I fractured three ribs. And so I was in a lot of pain and I was on pain meds and I, and I was, you know, just didn't want to be there. But the next day I had to speak. Right. And so if I was being authentic, I would have said, you know, I just, I don't want to be here. Uh, and that's, I would have portrayed that. I don't want to be here. I'm in pain. I'd rather go home, I'd rather go to bed. If I was being authentic at that moment, that's the energy I would have portrayed. But because we are professionals, what we do is we rely, this is the way I, I put it, is we rely on our authentic passion for our craft and we invoke that. So even if I don't feel like being there at this moment, I feel like still being professional. I, and I have a passion for my craft, a passion for my business, a passion for my audience, a passion for my message. So I'm going to take all of that and bring that forward. And and even if if it's going to replace, you know, the the feeling I have for the moment. So, so you know, yes, we need to be authentic, but that doesn't mean we need to show if we're not feeling great, if we're not in the mood, right? We need to show the passion for our craft. Okay, so that's the, the first caveat to being authentic. The other caveat is this, especially in speaking, a lot of speakers are taught to be very artistic, to be very theatrical when they speak. And, and that's not a bad thing. These are good skills to have. But the thing is, they, you know, the audience wants to know the real you more than the theatrical you. So what we want to do is we want to be able to release our authentic um, personality, re release our authentic passion for our craft, and every now and then bring in a little bit of theater, a little bit of performance, a little bit of artistry to accentuate a point or to add a little bit of um, you know levity um, and a little bit of humor and a little bit of um, you know um, example. 
but our dominant presence should reveal our, our true authentic self. It should reveal our true authentic passion for our message, our true authentic personality, uh, and, and use artistry and theater as accents along the way, but not to detract from your, you know, your personality. Okay. Great. So, uh, dear listeners, there you have it, an enlightening journey into the world of speaking and impact and the cultivating a service mindset. So our sincere thanks to our exceptional guest, Steve, for sharing his invaluable uh, insights, experiences, and the transformative power of the service in realm of professional speaking and the entrepreneurship. So uh, if, if today's episode has resonated with you all, do not forget to hit the subscribe and please share your thoughts in the comments or any of your podcast platforms. So I have a gift for your audience, if that's okay. That's great. I, I have a gift. So uh, my first book I wrote in, uh, I think it was 2011, uh, and it's called From Stage Fright to Spotlight, uh, 99 Speaker Secrets to Breaking the Rules and Mastering the Stage. And I'd like to give your audience a complimentary download of that book. Uh, and it's great for anybody who is just starting in the speaking business or anybody who's actually been in the business for a while and wants to elevate their game. So they can uh, get that here. They can Get it at www.stevelowell, that's L-O-W-E-L-L, stevelowell.com forward slash free book. And it's all lowercase, free dash book. So there's a dash. So stevelowell.com forward slash free dash book. And they can uh, download it there as my gift. Lovely. That's really, really lovely. A good gesture for sure. So, uh, this, so, so if you have all... It resonated uh, this thing, your engagement fills the dialogue and contributes to the ongoing conversations uh, about healthy mind and healthy life. So as we wrap up this episode, Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, we encourage all of you to carry the wisdom shared today uh, into your own speaking endeavors. And uh, always remember that speaking with impact begins with the mindset of service. So uh, until next time, Stay inspired, stay impactful, and continue to the journey to a healthier mind and a healthier life. So this is your host, Avik, signing off. So take care. Be happy. Thank you so much.